Hello and welcome, or welcome and hello, to another episode of the RSL Random Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brant Goebel, and I am joined by... Brennan. And... Tyler. And it's kind of a special episode. There isn't a, an RSL game match this week. They Take the week, week off. Yeah. But we're not taking the week off. As Dunny said, it's vacation, and uh, we didn't get the memo, so I guess we... Still went to work, right? We're carrying on. Carrying on. Because this is work. (laughs) (laughs) And so there wasn't a game. There were a couple of games we'll get to in in MLS over the weekend. And last weekend, RSL played. But this weekend, no match. So we thought we would cry about how bad we lost to Vancouver. (laughs) Are you still still not over it? uh, (laughs) Yeah, you know. It's it, it anyway. We'll move on. Doesn't have anything to do with me. Move on. Carry and on. <laughs> we do have a guest here today. I'll let Tyler introduce our one, not our very first. So our very first female guest. Yeah. Yeah. And very first female random fan. Yes. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself, random female fan? I would love to. My name is Jerica, and I'm Tyler's daughter. Wow. And are you an RSL fan? I would say that I am. On a scale of 1 to 75. I'm going to go with I'm at your level because it's been you and me on this train <laughs> for since 2005. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your soccer journey. We'll start with that. Um, I cannot remember not ever playing soccer. I have played consistently my entire life, pretty much, from when I could walk because you're my dad and (laughs) if you've listened you know that your love for soccer has extended far from before i was born yes yes it did but i remember like one of my very first toys as a child was like this plush soccer ball that we had and like you made a rule in the house really young of you can kick the ball but it has to stay on the ground (laughs) right because that was a you know a compromise with mom yeah. Right? No balls in the house was mom's rule. And I was like, what? We can't make that a rule in our house? It's not sustainable. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to keep that rule. And I'm the dad. Anyway. So it was ball has to stay on the ground. Yep. Um, as soon as I was old enough to play, you became my coach in little rec ball. And that was really fun. But then uh, we moved to Eagle Mountain. And I, when we were unpacking all of our stuff, I was wearing an RSL t-shirt. And this random guy drove by. Random. And he said, he turned out to be one of my very good friend's dads, but I didn't know her yet. And he said, hey, do you play soccer? And I said, yeah, I'm eight, you know, eight years old, fresh and ready. And yeah, I play. (laughs) And he's like, well, there's a competition team starting up. And so then from like age eight onward, I played like club. And then I played high school. I played even on my mission and everything in South America, which was so fun. And then I've played on just like random rec teams, not rec, but like indoor like random fun organized teams ever since like weekly nice nice and how did you start with rsl uh <laughs> wait you played for rsl <laughs> yeah you didn't recognize oh, me i was like you started yeah <laughs> it's like wow <laughs> this is awesome. your starting spot with rsl no how i came into i guess know about them is i was seven years old on their first season and I made a poster with everybody's name on it. And <laughs> Every name we could think of, right? Yeah, we had we had two season tickets that year and pretty much every year for my whole childhood. And mom didn't love soccer. And it was always like, mom, mom, can I go? Can I go at that place? Mom, please. 
and <laughs> I just I feel like I grew up in section 27 like on the second row in C18 like with all my uncles standing up the whole game and yeah and and rice eccles before that right yeah exactly but so what's your earliest RSL memory do you have one um I don't know about earliest but I just feel like a lot of my core memories were like at the stadium I sang in a game when I was 12 I sang the national anthem and that was really cool because you kind of got to go like behind the scenes and be part of it and they gave me a free jersey and I felt so cool but uh, yeah it's just it's part of <laughs> that me. was that was pretty cool yeah, I was standing in the life. stadium crying but I was the only one crying I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> that's my kid <sighs> hopefully that's the only person you want crying because if everybody else is crying that means I'm bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> so kudos to you it's always exciting we 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 enjoy the national anthem so um, <laughs> do you stand for it yeah I, now I, that you I bring that up i really boo? love the national anthem <laughs> do you say boo with the yeah. one bar with it yeah you gotta say boom my wife still gets annoyed by that like really? every time we've gone to the game now she's always been like that is so stupid. Who came up with that? <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know. It I don't care. Time. I love it. I do when love I sang, it. Though. It was in the pre-boom era. There were right. no booms when I was 12 and I sang. But yeah. I always liked when they sing the national anthem, if someone does it just a little different. There's a couple of spots where uh, if you go up, it sounds oh, yeah. a lot better instead of going down. Uh, I can't think of it off, right off the top, but... I just change the lyrics. I always say, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't mess then, with the lyrics. You're talking about the notes. And right? a couple of home games ago, uh, the national anthem was guitar. That was pretty That's cool. Which was really cool. Yeah. So that was probably an exciting experience and glad you were able to do that. Yeah. So do you have any favorite RSL game memories other than I mean, know, we being were... where's your family? Anybody ever been kicked out? Sounds like they were a bunch of rowdies. <laughs> Uh, no, they used to come and tell us to sit down and we would fight them and then they made the rule about it and we were like, duh. <laughs> um, but we were at the game where Javi scored that bicycle kick. We were, it was right in front of us. I, I remember that so vividly, like that iconic. I love that goal. play, right? Yeah. I mean, the, it was, it was sneaky because Javi always took the corner kicks, right? Well, they just like, it was like he looked over and Joel Plata was on the corner and he was like, take it. And he walked over to the six, and nobody guarded him. And Joao's like, okay. And he kicked it to him, and it wasn't a great first touch. He kind of popped it up. Then he kind of turned his back and biked it off the post. And I'm standing there with Jerrica, and we're like, what just happened? I'm just so happy. This is the best day of my life. It was amazing. Yeah. It was such a perfect moment. Right. Were you there when Javi had his ankle by? No. Oh. That that was the was first game we had missed in I think a couple of years. Yeah, that that Mondaini. game was not so sad. Mondaini with the cheap shot. Oh yeah, from Chivas. It's not even a club anymore. That's that's why the club fell apart right there. Yeah, that's because bad of cheap shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Horrible <laughs> tackle, yeah. and we were we weren't there either. We were at, we had soccer. Oh yeah, because it was it was a day game. That's and, why. Yeah, and everybody was like just stunned. I talked to the people that took my tickets, and they were like. We all just kind of sat there, like, "What oh, just happened?" Yeah. Anyway, yeah, your ankle's not supposed to go that way. Nah. No. <laughs> Another one that sticks out is this wasn't a game. This I think this was an away game actually, um, 
but we were playing against the LA Galaxy. I remember it so vividly. It was September 30th of 2017, and we LA scored in like the first five minutes. We were down one nothing the whole game. Like the last play of the game, we had this set piece, and Kyle Beckerman scored off of it. And just like the the joy that filled my body in that moment, like we tied it at the last second away, and like I don't know, I that moment it was it's like a core memory for me. I'm like we did it, like we came back and. Then, <laughs> What about away games? Have you ever been to an away game? Uh, Yeah, I've been to two away games. One was when I was a child and we decided randomly to drive to San Jose with the whole family. And it rained the whole time. (laughs) And like the whole time, like torrential downpour over our, over you and mom. And I think I was like 13, which made all the other kids very small. Right. But then like we all got free Chris Wondolowski shirts. It was oh, super, yeah, right? We got to jerseys. see Wando in action. Quakes, yeah. It was sick, yeah. Wando, yeah. He and then was the good. other time was we <laughs> drove through the night in December, you, me, mom, and my sister, and we went to the Portland playoff game, and I cried really hard because it was bad. <laughs> Why'd you cry? <laughs> Why'd you was, cry? Because I was mad at Aaron Herrera, like, personally, okay? And okay. it's okay. And yeah. I've gotten over it. You know, Aaron did have but, the, probably the worst game of his life there, so... And I, I really thought that he did it for me. Like, I really thought that he was saying, <laughs> you know what, Jerrica, this is, like, <laughs> this is dedicated to you. You took it personal. I did. I took so it personal. really personally. I'm like, I drove, I drove so far to be here, like... These tickets were expensive, and you did this. How thing. dare you! You guys do have a history with Aaron Herrera. I think we, we, did. We, <laughs> we talked about we, that. We talked about that earlier. We went over. This is like three or four years ago. We went over to your house uh-huh. to watch the first game of the season, and Tyler just went on and on and on about how he well, just Brooks did not Lennon and Aaron Herrera were the two guys they just kind of threw in. They're like, we don't really have any outside backs. You guys get in there and go get them. And he was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. And, and I was Brooks like, Brooks was really good comparatively. Brooks kind yeah. of started strong. Yeah. Well, and, and, and it just drove me nuts how Aaron Herrera just kept getting passed in behind. Like when you're, when you're a center back, and that's probably why it was bothering me so much, is because that happened a bunch in my high school games, is the, the outside back would get turned inside out, like just ball watching. You know, you watch the ball as an outside back, you're in trouble. You get spun around and your head's spinning and you can't even run after the ball. So as a center back, you kind of have a different perspective. You're a little further back and whatnot. So, yeah, it took it took me a while to warm up to Aaron for sure. Kind of like an irrational <laughs> hatred, like like a Diego Chara or something. No, no, because he was ours. You know, yeah. it was just like be better, please be better. Why are you in? Ah, just, yeah. One of my one of my favorite things randomly is like I like to make little buttons. I make pins, you know. And during my very first button making phase, I made him a button with just just a really close-up of Aaron Herrera's face <laughs> on it because I knew he hated it. And when I presented to, it, to him, I was like... <laughs> don't throw this away. Please don't throw this so away. Funny. <laughs> it was so funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah, maybe, who knows? Maybe Aaron listens to the podcast. Oh, I guess we didn't have the podcast then, so... Yeah. But, Aaron, know. if you're listening, I have forgiven you. Yes. Okay? And, and we're it's good now, time. too. Yeah. yeah. We've both come a long way in our relationship <laughs> with Aaron Herrera. Yes. Yes. Yes, we have. I know, was, and, uh, and I'm sure that's great news because I know that probably weighed heavy on him. You know, especially after the last game when he just (laughs) flying karate kicked across the box. Because I know as soon as he did that, I was like, oh, he's trying to make me mad again. Like, I was like, (laughs) I won't let it. Like, I I was so close to being like, 
he's like <laughs> he's trying to break up with me again. <laughs> Take it so we personal. We need to set up right? some intervention between Aaron Herrera and some the, boundaries. And the Thomases. Yeah, and it's good. It's good we have boundaries and that we don't know where he lives. You know? <laughs> so, um, do you have a favorite, a current favorite player, oh. past favorite players? Who are some of your favorite players? From Real Salt Lake. Back in like the original team, I was a Jamie Watson fan. I would always sixty <laughs> third minute. I'd be like, Dad, it's time. Jamie Watson's coming on. I loved him. I don't know why. I just felt like he had. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know why either. Well, I just in my <laughs> mind, he would come on and he would do something cool and he would kind of change the pace of the game and I really liked that as like I don't know. A, yeah, a do something child. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do something do cool, something Jamie. Cool. I loved it. He wasn't afraid to do something. He had do energy. Run around yeah. with your head cut off like a chicken with your head cut yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. And then I really loved Luis Gill. He was a favorite of mine when he was here. Loved him. Uh, really good why player. Is that funny? Really <laughs> good just, player, but he it. never got good results, right? <laughs> like he never got a lot of assists. He was always supposed to be this the next big thing, and then he never Menendez got just there. never ever panned out. <laughs> ever. Oh, oh wait. Oh sorry. Wait, wait, oh, we're talking about Gill or oh, whatever. Sorry. Oh my boy Johnny. No, they weren't. Those are great names, and not not uh, ones that I would have no, expected. No, yeah, exactly. So. I don't know. And but then, then you also loved people whose names you could elongate. Oh, like Yurimo Sissian was fun. Or we called we called Ned Grabavoy. We called him like. Oh, what did we call him? Ned Thaniel? Yeah, Ned Thaniel. Yeah, <laughs> you would like elongate. We called Nat Borchers Matthew, and we called, yeah. <laughs> Nat, instead of Nat, right? Yeah. <laughs> they would elongate his name because they were all these little, short, chummy names, right? Yeah. yeah I do plan on time. naming a future child after Kyle Beckerman, for sure. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, for sure. And then, but. Which name, Kyle or Beckerman? This, it'll be Becker. It'll oh, okay. Kind of cute. Uh, kind yeah. of our own little spin. All good. And then. Ever since the first second he walked onto the field, it's been Justin Glad from oh. the first time. And that's probably because I have an enormous crush on him. But I also love him as a player. So. Well, that's good to know. Thank you. <laughs> so if he's listening, should we get a number or something? Justin, if you're listening, you know who I am. I comment on all of your posts. <laughs> <laughs> One of your uh, kind of stalkers. Justin. Yeah. Probably. There you go. <laughs> Kindest stalker of all time. She's super nice stalker. She's not going to. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> no, I love uh, it. When I, was, when I was on my mission, my mom would, at every game, take a picture of him and send it to me. She would email it. She'd be like, here's Justin Glad. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your wife and uh, <laughs> Beckerman. That's not what you're supposed to send. Beckerman, right? <laughs> She's on a holy mission. You're supposed to be... <laughs> Straight and narrow. Yeah. He's Justin Glad. You remember what you're missing? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> remember, you know how you're not here at the game? <laughs> so, um, any other players? Like, I. Any coaches? Um, any any coaches, players that you yeah. held yeah. their hand or walked out I on the field with? Holding that Porcher's hand and walked him out on the field. Bailey got to hold Nick Romano. Dry hands, cool. wet, a little big, a little small. I was so sausage young, fingers. I can't really remember. Because oh. I was like 14, and so just any man. So, hand how old are you now? 24. Okay, you keep sounding like it's decades away. Like, oh, I was, I was a child, 13. Like, that was, I was 10, like, 11 years ago. Yeah. Long not time. that long ago. <laughs> I held his hand for 45 seconds. I don't remember. How, how long have you held Justin Glad's hand for? Never. Okay, then why are you still remembering? <laughs> Rub it in. No, those are those were good names. I just wasn't expecting them. I guess I could expect Jamie Watson. He was a little <laughs> fan favorite, but Louis Gill, he, 
that was surprising. Yeah, I just he, liked him. I don't know. He uh, he he's one of those players that could have been somebody. Oh, Will Johnson! So close! I oh, loved yeah. Will Johnson. Will Johnson, Johnson that's a yeah. good one. We met him after a game, right? Yeah, we did. We got a picture with him. He was yeah. so nice. I made yeah, a, that's a good cool. player. I made a two stick for him. Really? It said willpower. Cute. Nice. I got it downstairs somewhere. He kind of like created the Portland Timbers. They sucked until he got there. Yeah. Him. Until they got all our cast off yeah. players yeah, and exactly. Ned yeah. and that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. What about Johnny Steele? What do you think of Johnny Steele? Johnny Steele. Not much of an impression to make with that one. Remember he had the tats and stuff? He had the coolest name of all time. He he just Uh, wasn't a great player. I don't know. I still like Mulholland. I think that's a better Uh, name than Steele. Oh, we liked Kenny Duker. Oh, yeah. Kenny Duker. Kenny Duker, the Dr. Goals. Dr. (laughs) Goals. He just didn't score him for us. Oh my he gosh. just missed the post all the time when but he, he could played always for head us. it down. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing he could do. And I think there's a great story. I'm just pulling it out of my check your facts. Incredibly old oh memory we'll banks. We'll make one up if it's not real. Yeah, we'll make we'll, we'll start <laughs> we'll some rumors some here. <laughs> but the story goes, I think I can't remember who it was. One of the early office staff for Real Salt Lake went over and watched Kenny play, but I think he was playing in one of the lower leagues and just tearing it up, uh-huh. and they got all excited and signed him. But uh, he didn't work out in MLS. Yeah. But he was a player that I wanted to wanted him to make it so bad. But now I think he's actually a doctor, kind of like yeah. Yeah, I think Robbie so uh, Russell. That's mm. sick. Yeah, speaking of MLS Cup winning goals, Robbie Russell. Robbie Russell. That was a cool MLS moment. Yeah, what, you were there. What happened? We were at our house with our entire family, and the Christmas tree was up, and we were all standing so close to the TV that none of us were breathing at all, for right. sure. And your mom was taking pictures and making fun of how into the game we were. There's a really <laughs> cute picture of, like, right as he scored the goal, where all the brothers, you and all of your brothers, are, like, hugging, and then me and my sister turn around to the camera, and my face is, like... Like, the best thing that could possibly have happened to me has just happened to me. You know, like, and as, like, the hype kid that I was, like, just this energy all the time. It was, that was a pretty cool moment. And have have you ever felt that in any other sport in the state of Utah? No, no, no. What's your other favorite championship of Um, all Utah? The bees, right? The Salt Lake Bees? Oh, yeah. Did they win a championship? Maybe. I don't know. I don't watch baseball. (laughs) Well, it was the. Oh, the Pioneers, or I think when they were A ball. Yeah, they they, held the the league. They held the record for most wins or something. In a week? No, consecutive wins. They held that record oh, for a okay. long time in, in baseball. Uh, Urim of Sissian. I remembered another one that I yeah, loved. Yeah, another favorite. He, I did first, love first year or second year? Uh, the I one that played, so first year. Era. <laughs> <laughs> the other one just got paid. <laughs> just yeah. paid and left. The paid playing era or the paid era? I just liked him. Yeah. Like yeah this, his gameplay. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was kind of an unselfish uh, mm-hmm. forward and that's you know harder to find yeah yeah I thought uh, he if he would have stuck around there's a couple of players if Robbie Finley and Mo mm-hmm. Sistine if they stuck around as a pair that would have been quite uh, eh, effective for a few few years <laughs> probably not no I, I fin- Finley I is not dis- that great well, first touch Finley that's what we always called him right? yeah. <laughs> love that guy well, that's what you have. You have a player like Findlay who you don't need to have the ball at his feet. You have a player like Mosissian who can control the ball and find Findlay. 
Yeah. 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 Find the speed. So, true. So anyway, let's play Find the Speed with Robbie Finley and Ethan Findlay. <laughs> we should have had both of them and then we would have had speed all over the place i think we did try to sign ethan finley at one point i think we liked that kid but he just never worked out now he slowed down so mm-hmm. all right jerick oh, a couple well. other questions Hit me. other favorite soccer teams do you have them and who are they yes and why and <laughs> what weird players do you like on those teams how do you feel about them what do they do to, for yourself? <laughs> you know, just which just players like, do you want to hug? Yeah. <laughs> which one do you want to what other you players were you sent? <laughs> <laughs> Meet um, their parents, whatever. Within the league, the other team that I've always really liked has been the Columbus Crew, and that kind of for no reason actually. We had a big poster of like all the original MLS teams in our bathroom growing up. We had an RSL like bathroom. Like you do. It, an yeah. RSL bathroom. I'm learning a lot about one? you, Tyler. <laughs> you guys know how I'm learning a lot. Well, uh, I got one. Well, you know, whatever. You hear a lot about my childhood here. Yeah, we had an RSL bathroom, and there was like an MLS poster. And I just every time I would go in there, I loved the crew logo. Like as a kid, I liked the logo. I liked their mm. style. So then, I think it was. They've always had great uniforms. Yeah, I mean, it's the been ones fun. that are not all well, which yellow Columbus are crew, great. though, because they've done redesigns. Did you like the hard hat it one? It was the original, the hard hat one. Mm. Yeah. And you bought me like a hat from them randomly. Yeah, my, I did. I'm pointing at my father. Yeah, I um, sure, I sure did. <laughs> You bought me a hat because it was like on clearance on the MLS website or whatever. And you're like, you like the crew, right? I was like, I do. How do you know that? How do you not like, think that I know that? that? I don't know. <laughs> So, and then, like, the next year, they won the championship, which was cool. And I watched every game. I liked that for them. Um, outside the league, uh, in, like, England, I'm a Tottenham fan. Go Hotspurs. Mm. The Harry Kane and Son Harry combo Kane. just cannot oh. be beat right now. They're, They're just racking up goals. So good it's together. amazing. It's too bad they can't get Son to get a passport <laughs> and play for England, because then England <laughs> might be able to score some goals. He's yeah. so good. He just, uh, like, on a breakaway, he's unstoppable. How long have you liked Tottenham? Um, I don't uh, A couple years. I, don't, I feel like I didn't really have a team. I really liked Robin Van Persie, and so I was like a bandwagon fan of whatever team he was on. It's easier to like players sometimes than yeah, whole teams. Yeah, especially like when you're you a, to a 11 year old girl in Utah, <laughs> and you're like, hmm, which, which British soccer team do I really like? And uh, which kid's good looking? Is that kind of how you? Families like, I did like the way Robin Van Persie looked, but I also he, he liked the way he was a good looking man. And so, I don't know, I liked Arsenal while he was there, I liked Man U while he was there, but then, uh, I kind of, I don't know, I just got to this point where I'm like, I need to pick a team. Like, what team do I like? I'm like, I always really like Terry Kane. And then I worked in a treatment center for teenage boys, and one of my boys was just like a hardcore Tottenham fan. Like, decorated his room with it, knew everything, and I was like, I'm going to be a Tottenham fan with him, and we're just going to like, <laughs> that's going to be our team. And so I, I became like super well-versed in them, so I could like talk to him and stuff like that. And it's just, yeah, that's my team now. So what are your thoughts on the team? Why can't they get over the hump? Is it the players or the coaching? Because they've had some very good coaches in their recent past. But they did have a top four finish this year, right? They ended up fourth and Arsenal fifth. Yeah. 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 So that barely. Was after, though, they they got the new coach, right? Who's mm-hmm. the new coach? Was it Conte? Con- yeah. Conte, was, was he he's, the new one or yeah, the old one? he's the new one. Oh, okay. Because that's been the complaint about them. Um, can't get over the hump. Can't get over the hump, and the 
is it the players or the coaching? They have great talent, but maybe this team just does not have the ability to play together and have the mentality to challenge for the title. Well, yeah, and it's also that they they score a lot of goals and they also allow a lot of goals too. It's not it's not a super cohesive team. It's like one cohesive duo, and then uh, I don't know. They've always been light on the back end. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that is a coaching issue, and maybe maybe they need better defenders. I don't know. And the only reason I, I follow Tottenham at all is because my wife informed me a couple about two years ago that she informed us <laughs> that she is a Tottenham fan. Let's I don't know go. if that had anything to do with Gareth Bell or I think That's it great. was before Gareth Bell came. But uh, he's not doing much right now. Oh, just like, no. I heard he, he's in talks with RSL. Yeah, well, he will be in the. He'll, he'll be where a lot of other countries will not be, and that's in the World Cup. Yeah. Which is crazy because I feel like we've joked forever about how Gareth Bale just cannot make it to the World Cup because he's the only Welsh soccer player. Right, and now they got a, they get enough of a backline to be able to kick it up to him, and you know. I'm really excited to see how that plays out with yeah. him in the World Cup. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah and very fun group for. The U- U.S. Yep, England, that'll be the first game. Is Wales, the U.S. against Wales, and, and then, then England, and then Iran is our third okay. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right around Thanksgiving. Don't sleep on Iran. I've heard that they have done a lot of good work in their region as well. And they're, they're not they get to play over. only English-speaking teams, so good for them. Unless you count Welsh as its own like language, which I guess a few hundred thousand people speak it over there. Whatever. <laughs> Killing I'm just gonna disallow an entire entire language because there's only a certain amount of people. It's just a weird it, yeah, it's crazy language. If anybody out there speaks Welsh, I would love to talk to you. And if you, if if it's not just, you know, uh, from Lord, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> if you speak Elvish, that doesn't count. <laughs> oh man. I got Ecuador to cheer through the World Cup. Oh, yeah, you wanted to talk about that. Oh, yeah. So, so, okay, so let's get into it because this was legit. So some Peruvian players and some Ecuadorian players uh, don't know where they're born. Castillo specifically doesn't know where he's born. Well, he gets... He he's well, been kicked out of a couple if you're matches. Familiar with the topography and the geography of down there. Please. Once you get into, because I lived in Ecuador, so may I may have? I, thank you. Once you get far enough east in Ecuador, whoa, and then west in like Peru, or like uh, Brazil, Brazil, yeah. it becomes very unclear where the country lines are because you're in the middle of the Amazon rainforest. Kind of like West Valley Kearns. Sure. Right, uh-huh. Magna, <laughs> yeah. all those three. Just Where's the line? Is it right. actually no Hunter? one knows. <laughs> is, it is this Granger? Is it Granger? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of it, because you're in the middle of the Amazon, and there's just random little villages out there where people are. But down there, they don't really have like addresses in the indigenous places. There's not a lot of record keeping. So. And the Castillo family fled as refugees. Yeah, and that as a from Peru. Different dynamic. At, right. And ended up in Ecuador, if I have my facts straight. And then Castillo was playing for the local teams in Ecuador and then was trying to play for a national team because the kid's good. kid can play. Right? Well, if if they would have kicked him out of all the games he was in and Peru got a Z... Because when you forfeit, when you, it's not a three points. It's a three to zero loss. So that would have taken Chilean pushed him back up because they ended up losing twice to 
to them. So they would have gone to the World Cup. So they were kind of trying to sue to make that happen, which it seems underhanded to me. You know, like you played the game. The kid played the game. Like, you know, he didn't play for a different country. He didn't play for three different countries, right? Like we weren't breaking crazy rules. Wasn't playing with inflated cleats or whatever, you know. There's no inflate gate here. <laughs> so anyway, it seemed to me like a long shot anyway. But uh, yeah, I would have loved to see Chile. But hey, you know, we can cheer for uh, Ecuador. Yeah, they, I they haven't been in the World Cup for a minute, so this is really exciting. I I love to cheer on Colombia when they're there, but this year I get to cheer Ecuador. I loved when Colombia almost beat England in 2018. That was really cool in PKs. Mm. That was, that was the uh, biggest upset. Hamez, right? Hamez Rodriguez. Uh-huh. And then he, he went to the Premier League and hasn't done anything, anything sadly. <laughs> mm. Wasted talent. Yeah, he At least om- he's still in the Premier League, though, oh. so that that says something. <laughs> yeah, he almost helped get Everton relegated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he almost helped with that. 100%. <laughs> he was so good that World Cup. He was, he was. I'm so, I was really surprised that he didn't do more after that, sadly. He was the king. So, are you saying that Ecuador is in the World Cup? They are. And Chile is not. not. That's so crazy. That's absurd. That is absurd. How amazing Chile is at everything. What did they do? (laughs) How did they not? They just didn't have the center back that they needed. (laughs) That would be. Their center backs are very small. T. Thomas over there. It's not. It's not this guy. It's a different. It's a different T. Thomas. Right. He's Chilean. They're they're white over there. It was really hard no, for they Chile have aging because stars, man. That's what really <laughs> happened. Because Arturo Vidal. Oh, is I thought a you were stud. talking about yourself, and I was like, well, I mean, you're not no. aged. But I, I mean, you're aging compared <laughs> to them. But yeah, Arturo Vidal, Lexi Sanchez, both got old. You know, a couple Dang of the guys it. that were filling in were, you know, they weren't. And they don't the play grit. on pitches over there in Chile. Oh, they, you know, there's man. storm <laughs> grains and grains you know all what? over the place. There, there's a cool memory I have of in Chile. We went down to Huachipato. Yeah, that's a real place. It's in Talcahuano. And uh, we were peeking over the wall because we were tall enough. <laughs> we could see into the stadium. And uh, we were watching the game for like a good five minutes. Because you got to take a break as a missionary, Brandon, just so you know. Oh, like yeah. You got to take a break every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Justin Glad. Oh, yeah, Justin you Glad. Need quick, you need a quick Justin Glad break. That's all right. I feel like that's in the main. Sounds legit. <laughs> There's not that many that look over there uh, in Ecuador. <laughs> so, yeah, we were able to right. watch Ipato over the fence and watch watch Ipato. So I thought that was a funny play on words. But, yeah, they're purple. Oh, their that's a misused And they play color. right on the f- the bay right next to the military base so it's kind of intimidating when the other team shows up and there's a you know big old like a tank well boat <laughs> boat <laughs> tank boat. tank boat whatever whatever you call those big things battleship cruiser yeah yeah those. there you go tank. one tank of those boat. aimed tank right at boat. <laughs> <laughs> a tank boat aimed right We're at the their bench tank boats <laughs> that's our best anyway game. yeah so that that's that's kind of a fun <laughs> fun memory there but yeah yeah so are we ready to take on the 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 yearly recap the random recap is that, that we do all it? the time that we've every, done every half every every time there's a break yeah we have that we have a every we time have a podcast about the, yeah mid, see where we're mid-year. at our random random on, point in the season podcast yeah the season to date it's a tradition it's a tradition yeah, yeah. it started it started when i was in the womb you know 
way now. back when, when, when my dad loved soccer. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, I could tell that I was like, I'm going to be a soccer player. <laughs> I think it was because my arms didn't grow yet, but I had my feet. So I was like, yeah, we're going to be a soccer. I'm going to be a soccer player. No, I'm just well, it, I think it was the melon, right? That, the melon. I figured that's going to come in handy in soccer. <laughs> You can to fit regular size hats. <laughs> Seven to five eighths. That's what I wear. Mm. Wow. That is a big head. Yeah, it was hard to find him hats when he I did dollar. go to the store today and I almost bought a $10 jazz hat. What stopped you? It was a jazz hat. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> it's like that joke, you know, first prize is a jazz hat. Second prize is two jazz hats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Where do you want to start? Let's see. We had some predictions preseason. Yeah, my oh, favorite. Did you save those? Yeah, that's I, that's saved. You wrote them down oh, in I ink. I wrote them with down. Pen. Yeah. So, <laughs> who did you think needed to have a good experience? You know, I be? really thought at this point in the season, our leading goal scorer would be Johnny <laughs> Menendez. <laughs> oh man! I did it for Johnny. Was gonna come through. I, oh, I just so saw that happening. You know, and. Besides, body bag, John. <laughs> Thanks, Karate Kid. <laughs> um, yeah. Besides the fact that he started the season slowly mm-hmm. and didn't get on the field for a long time, and then when he did get on the field, he got hurt. He hasn't really had a chance to really prove himself yet. So I'm not. I don't think the jury's out on Johnny playing a big role down the stretch. Still talented, though. He's very talented. He does things that very few people can do. Um, and he's young and energetic, and I just don't see that going to waste. But you know what? We've wasted talent here before every else. Like, <laughs> so it could. you know. Mm-hmm. And after a, another rest of the season like he's had this far, if that's the case, we'll probably let him go in the offseason. Mm. Well, that's I, unfortunate. I, I still think that the jury's out. And yeah. I wouldn't think that if we if RSL hadn't picked up a few more talented players, because I think that may help him with Savarino and, mm. and Cordoba on the field. The defense doesn't have can't really focus on one player, and they know Johnny Menendez has some talent. He's a technical player, and then they just go over and run over him a couple of times, and then he checks out. So hopefully, that will change with better players on the field. And he kind of gets forgotten, and and maybe gets into the gets gets into the game and gets into the more physical play in MLS. That's depressing. Like you're, you're like, I hopefully he can be forgotten on the field. Like that's what you're you're known <laughs> well, you, for in your MLS career. He got really good when everybody stopped paying attention to him. Like that just I don't know. That's kind of depressing. Well, if it helps, right? Get the kid a goal, and he'll start coming back. Uh, yeah, it, it's only one goal away, right? I mean. Look at Tatechman. <laughs> Who? Where? When? He's one, one more I mean, goal away from. He's already loaned out. I mean, I still think he's our leading scorer, isn't he? He's no, he's no, he's no, falling. It's a three-way tie. Oh, he's like fourth. He's falling behind. He's third. Oh, it's a three-way tie for first with three goals. That can't be right. But anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, Brennan, you had who did you think needed to have a, an impact on this the season? I have no idea. You sure it wasn't Rubio Rubin? I said That's Rubio Rubin. Right. Yeah. Oh man, what a terrible choice. You're 0 for two here on the yeah, predictions. Yeah, this is not good. 
Well, we Wait, are I random really, fans, really so did. it's I not like we have crazy insight. I'm pretty sure it was. We can double check the tape. Uh, we might, but I mean, yeah, this dude doesn't even exist this season. No yeah, offense he's, to him. he's played some few minutes for sure. Maybe I was fresh off of some highlight reels. Because he was pretty. Goal of the year last year. Yeah, he was pretty active last year. But you know, can't always be amazing every year. (laughs) He's only played in eight games. Oh, he's played. To be fair, he's not playing the full eight ninety either. No, no, he only has two hundred and one minutes so far. But it's all mostly been in spot duty, and he has one goal, right, or just one start? Zero, zero goals. No goals. No assists. No assists. No penalty One start. kicks. <laughs> and then One start. Mine was uh, Everton Louise wow. slash Pablo Ruiz. Yeah, and it's a good thing you brought that slash in because... Because yes. <laughs> then that would have made you 0 for 3. Because <laughs> otherwise... I saved us from going prediction. for 3. <laughs> my, my prediction was somebody in the midfield had to step up. Yeah. And um, I thought it might be Everton, but I think his days are getting... You definitely didn't think it was Lawfulson. Yeah, I was about to say. No, no, no. We didn't even know Lawfulson was an option. We didn't even know he made the team until (laughs) he went in the game. And then we're like, what? Who was that? But I thought one of those two, Pablo or Everton, needed to step up because that's where RSL just sucked last year was in the midfield. And we seem to have found a nice partner, a nice pairing uh, for the moment in Pablo and Lawfulson that has done a great job. Still room for improvement. But they've probably been the most improved part of the team so far. Pablo is, I think. I yeah. think Pablo is the most improved overall. Well, let's move into that. We uh, we need to work on our predictions, right? <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Okay. Second half predictions. We'll get to those, right? So, best player so far in this season. Anybody have any thoughts on that? Brenny, why don't you go first? Best, um, best player for you. Oh, best player for me so far this season? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be Lafelson. Yeah. I don't care what you say. I think Lafelson is going to be my new Luke Mulholland. <laughs> and he is the guy that I'm always excited to watch. I love the way he is always hustling. And even like that last game where he kind of got taken out. And thumped. He, yeah. yeah, he got thumped. Yeah. But he didn't cry or anything like that. He's like, where's the ball going? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. And he's getting back up. I love that. That's who I think is probably my the best player so far. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Brendan Aronson for the national team. Aronson's just that energizer bunny, right? He's just always in people's face and bouncing around and just so active, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you, Brent? So far, um, I'll go with Zach McMath. Ooh. I think he has been the best player on the team so far, surprisingly. He's been very I consistent. Know. I don't know if it's surprising, though. Oh, I th- it shouldn't be Did surprising. We know all along? Well, I think. Um, I mean, he, it's always been there. I think, <laughs> ever since he got drafted way back in the day, he was the highest goalie drafted in something. I don't know. Well, I think when we started Some talking about this, somewhere. someone mentioned they had the. Uh, uh, what did they call it? McMath it up. Oh, <laughs> I know. I did. I even said that on the podcast. I was like, the problem has always been. He'll make one mistake per game. And if you can get over that, then great. Well, he's been pretty mistake-free for a while. And that's been great. It yeah, really has. had very few Ever mistakes. since the game against NYCFC, FC, FC, FC. And I don't even think there's there were six goals, and I think you can only hang like one, one or two on him. On him. Well, at least two. I'm, I hung two on him. Well, but, we're counting you know. the seventh, right? 
Yeah, even the seventh the, one definitely was his fault. Yeah, no, that it came back. Yeah, yeah, that it came back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's a retribution se- uh, season because I mean, he was a fantastic goalie at Colorado before he got his job taken away from him. Yeah, yeah. for so sure. Yeah, and I think the last year Ochoa had. Um, I, I don't know if you remember that goalie we had, David Ochoa. <laughs> Yeah, he was a young guy. Oh yeah, he played played pretty well. Tall guy, he's kind of tall. Mustache. Yeah, had an oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Kicks the ball into the stands. Oh, that the guy. villain. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's almost been forgotten. And he was going to start a season, and then he got injured late in the preseason against uh, Portland. I think it was first first half in Portland. Yeah. And McMath came in and just. Sat David down, and I don't think David really liked it. So I've been impressed with Zach McMath mm-hmm. having the mentality to put the starter on the bench and keep the job. So that would be my guy. What about definitely impressive? That kind of is parallel to who I picked. Yeah, um, who you got? Because if we're circling back to like most improved, I'm Eileen Marcelo Silva, Ooh. and that's another one that I think we talked about last season and at the beginning when he was going to be like a starter the whole time. Because he hasn't always had that starting spot. He's he was more especially when we had Needham. Like yeah. It was Needham no, and Justin no. in the back, you know. And because we were like, Marcelo's awesome. He's so good. He's so strong. He's so in the right place all the time. But once a game, once he'll make game. that one tackle, and he'll get sent off, or we'll get a PK or something. Like he'll just do one thing a little too hot headed. But honestly, like he's been so solid all season, especially having to deal with like the insanity that our back line has gone through with everyone being injured and right. now and like the inconsistency of it he's just held changing strong. formations yeah exactly he just anchored us all season yeah i, I like that pick i do uh, and he's been very consistent whatever sports psychologist he saw and mcmath saw mm-hmm. they need to send to aaron herrera <laughs> oh, 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 oh boy boo has been pablo <laughs> really a lot of it's been Pablo. There was a great interview with Pablo after one of the games and how he talked to about his conversation with Marcelo. Marcelo Silva, Marcelo, uh, Pablo pointed out maybe he was playing for himself mm-hmm. and if he, he needed to play for the team, and he's done that amazingly, wearing the armband and being the captain. That's awesome. Yeah, he's going to lay off the limp biscuit too, right? <laughs> He needs more limp biscuit, if anything. <laughs> just break things. Just break things. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those days. All right, and then the last pick of player of the season so far for me is got to be my boy, Pablo Ruiz. He has been so consistent. 14 games, 14 starts, 1,235 minutes, which is fourth on the team, but only to McMath, Brody, and Silva. And just that sweet left foot of his. The, in the past, he's had at least once per game, he'll miss hit a ball <laughs> on a trap and it'll squirt and then we're in trouble, right? But he's been so consistent on the ball, trapping it, holding it up, playing into angles. I think he has like a, a, like so many penetrating passes. I don't even know what... Are they tracking the penetrating passes on here somewhere? Um, we gonna no, talk about how there. you said squirt in terms of a soccer ball. Well, you know, you know when you go to trap it and and it's wet, 
right? And and so it changes the way. <laughs> I hate this. You gotta control it. You, you started it. I know, but I was mostly just to shame you for using the word squirt in soccer terms. Okay, so diet squirt is oh my, my favorite gosh. drink. So pass the Pepsi, and we'll move on. Um, but he does have three assists on the season and five yellow cards. If he can get his yellow card total and his assist total up in the same place, I think he's fine. Um, he he could lay off the demonstrative, uh, the like, back talking to the screw refs. you to the refs. Yeah, that he's always getting on the refs for. If he can lay off of that, then Brant will be a fan and will be on board with us. To his credit, watching the last few games, he seems to have. Calmed it down. Maybe that's because he's getting close to automatic suspension for. Well, he is yellows. also spacing himself away from the ref too. He's not getting into the ref. He's saying yeah. stuff still, but I mean, it's from a distance. From a distance, yeah, and not like doing the fist. It pump could be at lost him, in translation. You know? you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, in Spanish. Right? Along those lines, there were some good choices, and I think it's really exciting that we have so many choices. We could have. There's other players that we could have gone with, but we could probably lump them in. With most surprising, we talked about the best players, but maybe some most surprising positive players that we, in a positive way, because then we'll follow up with surprising in the disappointing way. But yeah, we'll go. We'll go positive first. Okay. Well, I'll go first since I went last. Then we'll go back around. Uh, so yeah, for me, the most surprising is uh, Chang's four assists. Uh, to me, uh, uh, the kid sends a good ball in. But the it's the other things that he was doing, right? Hustling back on defense, winning those balls in key moments. That's what's really going to keep him on the field if he wants to be able to play at all when we get guys that are you know, sitting on the bench that we paid big money for. He'll keep them on the bench if he can play defense and whip good balls into the box that we can finish on. So that I think so far this year, Chang's been great with his four assists. And he's like uh, fifth or sixth in minutes played as well. Yeah. yeah that's, that's my pick. How about you? I would say most surprising is that Justin Miram can play the whole game and still be dangerous at the end. <laughs> that he can last. I'm talking about his hairline. I mean, that's questionable <laughs> to me. Yeah, I, I think, I think Miram's way up there as well. He's, he's got what? two goals. Two goals, um, three assists. Yeah, he's he's dangerous the whole time. And like last season especially, we used him as a sub. And I know that there's a lot of talk on here about how we would like to keep using him as a sub. But the fact that he's had to step up and been able to, I've found it impressive. Yeah, yeah, he's played a lot of minutes for for what we probably expected out of him at the first of the year. But uh, it, so far, he has the best stat line. Mm-hmm. Brennan, surprising in a good way. Um, Nick Beasler. That's just a good stash. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty surprising to me. And, I thought we were talking about the way they play. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. I, you'd have to go with the mustache because he's played 38 minutes. Yeah. So I mean, the mustache, mustache and the doctor. 38 solid minutes. The doctor did some good work. Because he looks great. He doesn't look like he's got a deviated symptom or anything like that. He's got great stuff going on. So I'm really impressed with that. Um, oh, come on. You were going to go with Cordova. I was going to go with Cordova, but I was thinking about it. I think Cordova wasn't playing to his potential. And I think that's also a team thing, too. Yeah. You know, we've talked about that, like where he's kind of waiting for the team to get up to his level. Because um, three goals, I mean, realistically, he could be 10 by now. 
with how well he plays. Um, but I do like to give a shout out to um, Yaziel Orozco. I think he stepped up to the plate really, really well. I mean, there was one game where he was challenged quite a bit. NYCFC. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Um, I think. I think. You know, being 17 and being forced to come up like that—that's uh, that's a great way to play. I like that a lot. That's a good choice, and I will go with Andrew Brody. I there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of players we could go. Scott Caldwell. Uh, has stepped up, but I, Andrew Brody to have played in every game, started 14 of 15, and to have be the second in minutes, which I think is surprising. Incredible. Number two yeah. in minutes. McMath hasn't missed a game so far, 1350, and I just jinxed it. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, knock on wood. Come on, man. we're not knock the we're not the actual announcers. We're just oh, random fans. We can't okay. jinx that's anything. True, but we're all okay. We have no jinxing power. And, <laughs> But Andrew Brody to have 1,283, I mean, that is – and he's played relatively well. It's a hard position, left back. It's a hard position to find. That is one of the harder positions in soccer to find a great quality left back. And to be have been able to hold that side down, uh, I that would be one of the surprises for me. I love and, the way he plays. Yeah. He's and a little lo- squirrely, a little squirrel boy. <laughs> right? And I loved his goal. Uh, the yeah. you know like that goal was just so perfect and it and it won the game and it was you know coming out of nowhere kind of you know like that goal whew, which good one stuff New England the, or the, the only one he scored yeah the squirrel goal <laughs> yeah no like uh, it was oh, kind of right. flicked back to him from uh, Anderson Julio his yeah. one assist oh, that's right yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking. I was thinking Schmidt. Touch. That was yeah. my problem. And speaking of Schmidt, let's go to most disappointing <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, oh, players. Oh, wait, so third we have oh. Johnny Menendez. Wait, wait. Second, <laughs> wait, 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 we can't put Schmidt at the bottom. It's most disappointing because he started the season so hot. He, did, he was amazing, and he for four won games. a game for us. Yeah. and scored in two games. Do you know so, do you know who's really the most disappointing? Who's that? Chris Garcia. Why? Because we never got to see him play. Oh, but that's on the coaches. That's not on Chris. Okay, then maybe Pablo. Oh, Pablo's the, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That dude walks on water. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> well, Kapelhoff got hurt right at the, at the, the start of that beginning. game, and that's why Orozco had to jump in, so that was disappointing too. But that's an injury. That's Yeah, that, I don't know that we have a ton of disappointing players. I think uh, with Schmidt, he's kind of tapered off mm-hmm. and – and I don't know if that's as much of him as where they play him. Yeah. When when they were in the three five two, he's playing a wing, and, and he does well at that, right? Like, yeah. I think we all agree, he kind of excels at that. But one. on defense, the NYCFC game, boy, Austin. Oh man, there was yeah. Wow. Even in the Austin game, Josh Wolf put his kid in. He's like, go get Schmidt. Yeah, and that Exploit looked ugly. The weak spot. <laughs> That's what you do, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're, someone must have coached you well as a kid. And, <laughs> and perhaps another She's player might have done a back hill. Sorry, might be uh, <laughs> forty-five Don't you seconds. Dare dream of it. <laughs> Did you get permission after forty-five seconds to do a back hill? Did you <laughs> no, every time it's always a uh, lean in and then fall down in the box, but never back here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta know how to take a penalty. Let's be honest, oh, right? I know how to draw a penalty. You don't even worry. <laughs> Gonna be weak in the knees. <laughs> <laughs> I would never disrespect my father and back heel. 
See? Lean in, fall down. That's that should be our motto. <laughs> Lean in, fall down. Random fan podcast. Random fan podcast. Sorry to cut you off. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying, there's not really a lot of you know outright disappointing play. Other, but you could talk about Everton Louise, who has not lived. He's been Pablo's parked him on the bench when and when he's come in and he's. He's done relatively well, but yeah, I think he's he's almost done with us. I mean, we got Beasler, we got Lawfulson now, Caldwell, Caldwell Ruiz, Crylock, and, and you know he's he's down the depth chart quite a ways. It, yeah, and then uh, where where does Bobby Wood fit in this? Yeah, he's kind of in that middle ground, right? Like we're not disappointed in him yet, but he did just kind of break through and score a goal, but it was kind of. Backwards Chicharito goal, right? Where he headed it to his foot. The header footer. Instead of footing to his head. But, yeah, it just – he's not disappointing yet because he's still starting and he's still – Gaining. Yeah, he's he's on his way a little bit. What what about Krylock? What do you think about Krylock? He's missed so many games. It's it's disappointing, though, right? Like, if we're talking about fans. Yeah, I I think uh, with Krylock, he just doesn't want to play. No, <laughs> he just can't carry the team anymore. So that's why he needed back surgery. Oh, yeah, yeah he was so tired. He's carrying the team for too long. <laughs> no, that's too bad. I think to, missing Demir. Sometimes though, when you lose one of your best players, a team's either come together and figure out how to play well together, or they come apart. And this team has found a way to come together, which has been fun to watch over the season. Well, yeah, because we didn't just lose Demir. We lost Albert at the same time. We had yeah. to fill uh, fruit snack, we don't roles. care. Well, yeah, like, I mean, we, he's we dead to me, but also... We pretend he doesn't care. We don't care because he went to the Sounders. But also we had to figure out how to construct a midfield without uh, Rusnak or Krylock. Right. And I don't know. I, I feel don't, like we've done a pretty okay job of, like, kind of figuring out a team without them. I was actually kind of glad that he left because I didn't like the way the, uh, the team played with him. I didn't feel we were very dangerous. It's weird, right? How the playoffs went that way. Yeah, they played. We better. bring him back, and then we lose. Yeah, <laughs> and then Aaron just kicks everybody inside, oh gets gosh. a red card, don't even, gives don't away even a goal. She's gonna start crying Whatever. again, Tyler. So sad. We drove so far. So far <laughs> through the night. We left our house at 10 p.m. We should keep game. talking about angry things. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but. Uh, yeah, I think it's disappointing what's happened with Carlock, but if this back surgery that he had is actually going to get him through, then and get him better. Bring it on, and if we can hang on when he comes back, we will be better. We just will. He's too good, right? We we cycle runs, and Aaron finds him oh. so many times. That's just mm-hmm. good stuff. So, all right, so. I think it's good we don't have a lot of players we can complain about. Other, because mostly we're disappointed because they're out with injury yeah. and uh, other situations that or falling down the depth chart. Yeah, falling down <laughs> or the depth chart. Not playing the kids. Mm-mm. So but, what about you know. favorite games during the season? Anything that stands out that uh, so far that uh, you've liked during the season? Um. I went to the game versus Houston a couple weeks ago, and I took a bunch of friends that had never gone to a game before. And I was kind of nervous because I'm like, 
us going to game to a game is like a ritual, you know, like with it, we park at the same spot, we go and we, there's certain things that you do and I get really into it. And I brought three people that didn't know anything about it. And it was the perfect game to take them to because literally nothing bad happened the whole game. Like we had no cards, we had no weird fouls, we scored three goals. No injuries. I even called it, I said, guys, Justin Glad's going to score for me. And then he did in the last play of the game. Like it was just, it was so perfect. It's it was beautiful. for me. He did well, that, it. That could be the highlight. Did he uh, point at you season. after the after he scored? But his dance, you know, it's mine. It's you like me. the you like the old I man love dance? The dance. What's not to like about that? I think he calls it the Jericho. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does I'm not. His muse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure no. No, but it was just funny because I was like. I know he's going to score tonight. And it was like the 90th minute. And they were like, Jerry, I don't think he's going to score tonight. And I was like, just wait. And then he did. I, th- so. You know what needs to happen? Next Justin Glad goal, which should be, you know, in two weeks based upon our <laughs> cadence so far. We all need to do it in the stands. We all need to do the Everyone bend over dance. and do the old man chicken wing. Old I don't even dance. know what to call it. Dance. <laughs> yeah. That so thing. Fun. We Before he scores it, though. You got to call your shot, right? corner kicks and whatnot we all need to get up and it's like that what was that disney movie where the angels in the outfield they're flapping their wings you know before the like to signal to the guy i don't know hit a home run football i don't know what it was oh that's a long time ago yeah it's a way back machine on that (laughs) one my brain is trying to think of that anyway i think we should do it as a signal that we want justin glad to score so us and all 10 of our fans need to go to the game (laughs) flap your elbows before the corner kicks other than Justin Glad scoring, any other favorite moments from Brennan Tyler? Go ahead, Brent. Um, the Hellstorm game. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really. I mean, I I, I really like. I kind of oddly enjoyed the New York game. <laughs> <laughs> the NYCFC. Wow. Just because oh, wait, you're what? a masochist. <laughs> oh. It, it oh. was just. I understand it's like you now. Pain. <laughs> right. Well, well, it's just like when I watched it, I was like, there's no way this is a field. Like, there's no way that this is like, I thought this was like an exhibition match or something. You know, like how Why they kind of piece it together. Dugout? Yeah. yeah. What is like, this, this about? There's no way. And I was just in that mood where I was like, after the first goal, I was like, I bet you this game's going to really suck. And then it just kept getting better and better and better. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, this is great. You mean worse and worse and worse? No, but my favorite game for real is probably Toronto because I got to do the 100 Lions Club. Oh, yeah, that's right. But it was also a great game to come mm-hmm. back to because they scored super quick. and. See, I blame his Demir's back issues on Toronto. Uh, that kid kicked him so hard. <laughs> that right was, in the see, thigh, that's the one thing I, don't, I, I didn't back. enjoy about Krylock because like, you guys always talk about how great he is. And then like I just see stuff like that. And it's like I don't want my huge star player to be – weak-footed when it comes to fouls you know what i mean oh i could feel i could feel <laughs> he's like Whoa. what no, are you like, talking about if you slow it down it i understand why they didn't call it a foul but if you play it in full real motion the dude ran him basically ran him over he knew what was he coming. wasn't getting the ball he didn't get the ball till after he got him to me that's still a horrible call and should have been overturned and wasn't but you know that's my one complaint for the refs so far this year. It should have been three points. It was it was one, but you know, 
after all the times we've been hosed in games you know the one time so far i'll, I'll take it you know and i i think for me the highlight might be that new england game that was so a lot of fun. fun and watching the team come back out of nowhere mm-hmm. right the young players stepping up um no fear three goals by the end and in the snow on a game that probably shouldn't have been played i mean <laughs> Oh, 100%. And the other teams swearing up the storm as they come off. Uh huh. And they're on live TV. They're uh, shoveling off one side of the field and yeah. not the other. <laughs> um, but it was that, such a surprise. Came and back to bite them. There's been several games sitting on the couch where RSLs just popped me right off the couch, and I was so excited for that. So that okay. would probably be the the main one I think about. And yeah, that game we watched. We were watching it. At like my parents' house, and I left during halftime to go to dinner with my friends, and like 20 minutes later, you're texting me in all caps, are you seeing this? And I'm like, what? So I'm like in the bathroom at the restaurant where we're at, like <laughs> on my phone, like looking, I'm like, what? Tate? Like, <laughs> so yeah, fun. Glad in the 88th and Tate in the 93rd. So cool. Yeah, great. And, and both Academy kids, right? Like mm-hmm. guys that have been around for a while. It's always good to see those guys coming up, getting some time putting some goals in, making a difference. And and New England was the champ. Well, the they were the supporter shield champs last year. So it was good to beat them. Yep. You have any uh, games, Tyler? Any uh, moments, games, The goals? snow game, I like. I love that one. Um, you know, I did like the the solid win against Nashville as well. They're, mm-hmm. they're a really good team. Uh, but then they paid us back, so it's hard to... In spades, yeah. Right. It's hard to be too excited about that. Um, I think the but the best win I think it was the LA game, right? And uh, oh, so just fun. just you know it was a fun game, it was tight. The it, it changed momentum back and forth three or four times, you know. And in the end, we got a goal. Then they got a goal. Then they didn't get a goal. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So there you go. Any thoughts about the rest of the season? Where what what are we expecting for the rest of the season? My is, my big hope is we do not lose to Portland this season. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm excited for that game. Right? Whoa. Oh man! If Portland wins, I'm buying a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna have roses on it. Yeah. And I'll make a couch out of it eventually. And I saw that uh, Elliot Fall said that they probably looking at bringing another player. Uh, before the end of the season. Which is interesting because there's not a lot of open windows until the summer, which is like July. Well, something. it doesn't – your team – like RSL doesn't have – MLS doesn't have to have a window open to bring a player in. Yeah. The, That's why we got Luna. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the other league – so if there's uh, – the other league has an opening, then they can make a deal. So Yeah. And I think, you know, the EPL has the Premier League – because I guess we're getting Benteke or whatever. No, <laughs> Christian Benteke. What? No, I don't know what rumor we should start uh, about who RSL is going to get. But I, I, I don't think the Quayar deal is de- is done. But there's been other interests. I think West Ham was looking at Quayar. So that could be. He's kind of a tough com- cookie, you know. Like everybody needs one of those on their team, you know. But so far, I I expect RSL, at the start of the season, I expect them to be right there at the playoff line, 7-8-9, somewhere in there. 
and I would I'd be surprised if they don't make the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going to finish finish as high as Tyler and Brennan thought. I can see them staying around like four or five. We've, yeah. We're, we're sitting pretty in that. I like still think four. we have a chance of winning it. We're still third in the West, right? So. Uh, I mean, that's pretty good so far this season. That, that, oof. And coming down the stretch, we, we do play some interesting teams. Like uh, July, we've got uh, a packed, packed. <laughs> we got Minnesota, Colorado, Atlanta, Kansas City, Dallas, and San Jose all coming in July. And in June, we have the 18th San Jose home game, Columbus home game. Right. Who are you going to root for, Jerrica? Well, obviously, Real Salt Lake. In your crew hat? <laughs> Bring the crew <laughs> I'm hat. I'm my crew hat. All good. The Real jersey? No, I like them. I'm not going to I'm not gonna put them over my team, but I do like them. I'll cheer for them until they're playing us. Which, honestly, it's weird that we're playing them. Like, have we talked a lot about how they're doing more, like, east-west crossovers this season? Yeah. Well, no more COVID. Yeah, we haven't played them in a problems. long time. Yeah. Which is great that we're seeing some of those guys from the East Coast, except NYCFC. <laughs> we need some retaliation. Yeah. We do get uh, Cincinnati late in the season. That'll be fun. Um, and also D.C. comes to town on the 10th. They have not been doing so well. So sad for D.C. Yeah, that's a storied franchise that has not done well for uh, way too long. That was a team that when I started following MLS before Real Salt Lake, I kind of was drawn to D.C. United, watching the games on TV and seeing their fans. Labara, what they call them? Yeah. Um, and they had a, the best in-game or fan experience, it seems like. They really did. And uh, I was drawn to them. So I'm, they I'm were the first, you know, real, like, intercontinental winner, too. Like, they, they won the whole continent thing. <laughs> Whatever it was called back then. They just haven't been right? good for like 15 years. Uh, had that one killer season with Wayne Rooney. And like since right. then have just dropped off. Yeah. Wayne Rooney. But they were the original like, we are the champions, my friend. I think they won three out of the four first cups and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they, yeah, they. And I was a big Marta Echevarri fan. El Diablo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Echevarri. Echevarri. Marco Echevarri. He, he, dude, he, you looked at him and you thought. That dude's going to kill me. <laughs> really? Yeah. He has the look of the devil. That's why they called him El Diablo. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was scary. And he was technical. He was so good. He he made people look silly oh. all the time. Yeah. If you go in your Wayback Machine on the YouTube, you can really find some awesome highlights of that guy. Echeverry. Yeah. Jaime Moreno as well on that team. John Harks. I mean, they, they had a... Lassiter, his kid plays for Miami now. Yeah. Like we're in second generation MLS guys. Like I love that. It's so cool, cool stuff, right? Like the Wolf and Wolf combo. I mean, yeah. For Ferreira, Ferreira, yeah. Jesus and his dad. His dad was MVP David. for a couple of years. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Once so, they got rid of Christ. Anything else on this episode? You want to talk about Real Salt Lake? Uh, we didn't. I was just say we didn't have a lot of games to talk about in MLS over the weekend. Um, Charlotte beat uh, Red Bulls two to nothing. I like to see Charlotte win. I like their jerseys. They already yeah. fired their coach. They're I this know. this far into their whole franchise, 
and they fired their coach. Well, isn't he the uh, the what's it called man marking coach? Like he was no, no, that was no, Sam that was Jose. San Jose's oh, that coach. Jose. He got fired too. Yeah, yeah. Really... They took forever to fire him. He, like he was like Matias Almeida. <laughs> he was trying to get him to fire him. Just he, a weird, he was, weird he, way to do it. Well, and he was a uh, a legend uh, for how well he played. Um, you know, in the day, played in World Cups and stuff, and so they were really patient with him. Uh, it's interesting that Charlotte wasn't as patient with their coach. What, 15 games in? He's gone. Yeah. and um, uh, That is a rough start to a franchise. Like, yeah. And RSL's next opponent, San Jose, tied Nashville away. Interesting. San Jose's been okay. Um, after they fired their coach. And uh, 0-0. And then today, watch the highlights. New England beat uh, SKC. Thank goodness, uh, two to one. To I know, isn't that fun? Uh, I we know. love it. Well, and, and they got red carded, and then they were losing one to zero, and then Kansas City got a red card, second yellow for uh, Roselle, right? And then, uh, and then New England came back, and so it went what? New England red card. Sent, uh, Johnny sporting. Russell scored. Yeah, Sporting got a goal on a beautiful free kick. And and the dude is amazing, that guy. Anyway, and then in the what ninetieth minute, they gave up a goal late. Yeah, yeah. there you go. And that, I think they were saying that that was their third red card in the last four games or something. Whoa. They maybe that team is that'll coming, leave a mark. Yeah, maybe that team's coming a little apart. And maybe Vermees isn't the coach we thought he was for the last ten years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes. And sometimes teams have to reinvent themselves. So good point. And moving on, um, come on, Crawley update. <laughs> I know you, you guys have been dying. I've been waiting <laughs> to get to this. You're in your gear. You're in your Crawley gear. Yeah, I am. They did sign that uh, new coach, hiring the new coach, Kevin Betsy, the Arsenal U23 head coach. Okay. And uh, that's a pretty good highlight. I guess that's the all we have to talk about. Oh, really? Crawley. The season starts the last week in July. Preseason's uh, coming up. Season tickets go on sale tomorrow on Monday. <laughs> you the, get a snack a couple? Yeah. yeah. Snack, they lowered the prices. The new, So I think it's like four. And if you pay in cryptocurrency, you get two for one? Depends on what N- NFT you use. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, some funny monkey gets you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, the season's still over, but we do have a new head coach now. And that was uh, that's probably all we need to talk about today. Although there was one thing I wanted to talk about, I brought up, wanted to bring up. Sad, sad day, June 9th. Uh, one of the teams with one of the best names in England folded. Which the, one? The Walton Casuals. The Walton Casuals. Ooh. Yes. You know, I that's think it was nice because they were. Do you like that? They were just like a little casuals. too casual about it. You know. Yeah, you've got to take this serious, Walton. The Come Walton on. Casuals. Speaking yeah. of best and worst names, we are going to do a best worst name of RSL. Right now. Yes, right now. Are you ready? It is his real name, Kurovsky Bob. Fertile Pierre, who has played in no games for Real Salt Lake's oh, MLS side. However, he did play in the uh, infamous M- Hailstorm game. Yes, where we got hailstormed by the Northern Colorado brand newers. And uh, they, <laughs> it wasn't really his fault, but uh, we did lose. 
in well, that game. We don't and want to hang your head because the Hailstorm went on to in the next game. They actually did. Yeah, they beat somebody else too, right? No, I think they got knocked out. And then they got knocked out. So, but they'll get up again. Well, yeah. It's, Ain't nothing gonna keep them down. Ain't get knocked down. down. <laughs> Chubba Wumba. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Brennan, I have one last question for you for this podcast. What's that? What grinds your gears? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, biggest grind, biggest gear grinder of the season. Yeah, uh, of the season so oh, far. Oh, the season. Well, so you got to tell so me far. this in advance. I can't it's just your, pop it out of there like that. I figured you did your homework. <laughs> oh no, I thought this was about Jericho and stuff. So I was like, <laughs> okay, Jericho, what's grinds your, what grind your gears? Oh, boy. The worst. Whoa, this season, whoa, Jericho. whoa, whoa. Okay, we'll just give the segment. Oh, now, now he's he's gonna come up with something. Okay. Oh wow. So what really grinded my gears? this season was how easy it was for you guys to toss me off to the side <laughs> i'm supposed to play the dumb guy here and i do it well i do it really well but you guys take that for granted <laughs> um no but really just what really grinds my gears is our lack of technology that we are using Gazella. yeah dude <laughs> it's ridiculous because like even what was it, rsl bob is that who was the guy yeah. RSL Bob, yeah, he, uh, he he's uh, he's a great filled guy. Filled us in. Yeah, he's a first great guy. time, long time. Yeah, yeah he's really spread good the rumors for us. Yeah, yeah, thank you, RSL Bob. But here's the thing that Love really bugs me though is the fact that the KSL app is like it it just represents KSL so well, Dang. and nobody understands that. Like, I want to know who's in charge of that. I want to know who their investors are, and if I can meet the guy who designed the app. I just want to meet the guy who who uploads it from a full stream right and just puts it into Copy the game we can actually watch and fast forward and rewind he's doing control that c guy. control v and i'd like and to go in on monday and do his job for him <laughs> so he can be done for the week yeah i'll do it i'll update so annoying i know some technology stuffs you got that what? it degree it is a good benefit for for fans who Maybe don't have the Disney Plus bundle so they can get ESPN Plus, or spend the the fifty or sixty bucks for the season. I guess that's all it is for the ESPN Plus to replay the games there. And I wonder, you know, it's great that they're doing it, but I, I imagine that's why we can't watch the replays on ESPN Plus if you have it. So that kind of yeah, yeah I don't like know. the pointless. I don't know if we have to like go you know Monday morning and elbow the guy till he uploads it properly. I like, I don't know. I'd love to. That grinds my gears too. Oh good. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm good. We're grinded together. They didn't yeah. grind. <laughs> all right. So thank you for joining us. As always, follow us on all of the socials, the medias, the socials and the medias, like and Twitter, the interwebs, Twitter. Wait. What about you? Where can they hit you up on the webs? Yeah, Justin, where can you hit her up at? Uh, sorry. Where <laughs> do you listen Justin to this? Glad, fine. To Justin Glad and the rest of the followers, uh, I am at Earth to Jerica everywhere. Earth to number two or TL? TL. Earth to Jerica. How many times have you heard that? <laughs> Earth Why? to Jerica. <laughs> it's a cute play on words. I don't know. That's my username. And she does love the Earth. I do. That's good. Mm. It's the only one we've got so exactly. far. Exactly. Earth. Yes, follow Jerica. A big fan. A random RSL fan. Or instead of following me on Instagram, stream my music. Uh, no resolution on Spotify and Apple Music. 
Which is also where you can find our podcast. True. Yep. Good. On all of the Apples. major Apples, Googles, all of the places you get your podcast. Stitcher. We are there. Right, Tyler? Yeah. Those three. And you can reach out to us. We have <laughs> and uh, we've had people reach out to us, and Jerrica is our first uh, non RSL <laughs> legend in trade or Crawley Fisher. Town legend or Crawley Town legend. Yes, that's uh, we're talking to. But that's the reason we started the podcast. Talk to fans like Jerrica and those who reach out to us. Email us at rslrandomfanpodcast at yahoo.com. and we want to interview you and learn about all the crazy things you love soccer for. Yeah, so hit us up and we'll put you on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'll say good night and toodles. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> <laughs>